I'm so sorry. Everyone's so, going to think you have COVID. The division. Huh? I have Sorry. a negative COVID test to point toward anybody, okay? I was sick day. a billion years ago. Back in the day. Back in my day. Back in my day, COVID used to be a one and done thing. You sound like Lady <laughs> Ranicorn. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh. Kayla can't stop singing questions in a bowl now. <laughs> we, we, do, we do have to come in with that tune. What? Come in with the tune. I, I'm, I'm not the one who's singing. My, Kayla is. Hey, I'm Kayla. I'm here with Monica, Pierce, Michael, and Ozzy. Here to have a conversation about topics that are chosen without method. Welcome to another episode of Chosen Without Method. What? Okay. I don't know. I was I was trying to do something. Little, I I tried to make it fun so people are interested when they. But first you didn't even have no like enthusiasm. If you're gonna hold the note, you have to add the vibrato. Chosen. 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 Get your get your without method. Um, um, I do have to say, uh, joining us for one more time. I feel like Andy should just be one like, more time. One more time. Why? Well, I, I, I just we're feel gonna celebrate. Like, and I'm about to be deep. Again, again. Cool. <laughs> they gonna be like that nigga dead. <laughs> one more. I can't believe he's still around. No, <laughs> his back finally gave out. <laughs> <laughs> but but back again. <laughs> But Andy's with us. <laughs> hello, hello. Good to have hello. you back with us. Can you, Yay. can, is Andy just a permanent fixture now? Hmm? Is he just a permanent fixture now? Uh, don't call him stiff. I you mean, you would say that. <laughs> if you invite me back. Oh. Well, no, well, this is your last time. Who invited him in the first place? Himself. Nah, I got it. I got it. I got it. Right, don't Andy, no. Andy nah, was trying I, to make a back point. I was waiting for you to that throw one another hurt. one in. That one hurt. yourself. Oh, oh. Uh, y'all. <laughs> Speaking of being stiff as a board, oh. guess how many days until Arbor Dare there is? That is a nice segue. Thank you. Nice segue. Thank I, you. Nah, I thought it was white. I thought it was a little low. As a feather. Stiff as a board. Light as a feather. Stiff as a board. Light as a feather. Neither one of y'all gonna fucking float, so let's go. I'm gonna <laughs> float your ass. I'll float <laughs> My mama listening to this. I gotta do better. <laughs> Hi, auntie. <laughs> All right, Kayla, give me a guess. Goodness, oh, it's shit. above sixty. It's oh, but we did make it out of triple digits. Mm-hmm. Yes, we're out of triple digits. Below eighty, we are below eighty. We are. Below if you keep waiting, he's just gonna keep giving Warm. you. Um, I like the hits. It's funny. <laughs> get it. I was like, just keep narrowing it down, so you I can be like, confused, like oh, oh, below seventy-five. Oh, <laughs> but above 60. 68. It's got to be. There's probably a four in there. I don't know if it's the first it's number of the line. Not a four. <laughs> it's not a four. But you're close. Is it a, a, fi- a five in? It no, is it? a grand number of 73. Ooh, 73. I figured it had to be eight, eight days. Four, seven days. Yeah, seven days. <laughs> <laughs> so I but anyway. Happy almost Arbor Day, guys. 
So congratulations, you made it. Yeah, do us a favor, just plant a tree. Just go ahead and plant a tree. That's all we ask. Plant a tree. It makes it makes the world go around. Uh, helps us breathe. I think it's gravity. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's gravity. I think. Can yeah. I get? No, it's okay. it's totally the trees. Yeah. Can I get? What is gravity? When their leaves get caught in the breeze, it acts like the the sails of a ship. Mm. Propels the um. You the mess, earth in a You messed up my Jeopardy joke for that. I, I, got I didn't even notice that you were making a joke. Explanation. But, but okay, okay. Kayla, do you want to say what, what kind of episode we're doing? Hell no. Come on, you, you're the one who's like on it. Give, give me the jingle. We, we worked on it for so long. No, don't. You know, Pierce, like I got that. spurs in that jingle. Jingle, jangle, jingle. Jingle, jangle. Thank you, guys. Thank you, guys. No. But today we are going to be doing... Questions in a bowl. Questions in a bowl. Questions in a bowl. Yeah, right now. Yeah. <laughs> no questions. That was good. That was good. Questions in a bowl. Questions in a bowl. All right. Good questions in a bowl. I'm genuinely pissed at that ad lib. I'm, I'm really happy Disgusting. about it. <laughs> that made me happy. Was it I was more upset by it. Was no. horrible. I, I tried pissed to yourself off singing it. Yeah, I tried to ignore it. I was like, but we get there. No, in his face as he was singing it, it got more and more disappointed with himself. <laughs> yeah. it, was great to watch. it was like, why are you doing this? Why? <laughs> Just stop. You can stop this. You can stop Nobody any asked but, you to but do but this. Can't, but I if can't you, stop. <laughs> but the thing of it is, if you're doing something stupid and you and me, like singing wise, if you're in like me at fucking song, can you stop or do you just complete? You do the. Do you remember in um, Sister Act mm, when she two. was singing Sweet Sister Act Two? Sister Act Two when she was singing Sweet Lucy Terry and she uh-uh. had a foul ass note. No, it was his eyes on the sparrow. The sparrow. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's, that's how I cut off anything I'm saying that's like really dumb, mm. or really terrible. <laughs> I just. Uh, uh, mm. That's, I just let that's it ingenious. I never think about just that. Leave I, like, I, just li- I just leave it there. Yeah, I'm just like, fucking. I'm going all the way in. Speaking nope. of Sister Act, Andy. I was trying to find a segue. I was trying to find a segue. Wait a moment. I was trying to find a segue. Okay. I was trying to find a segue. I'm sorry. I was trying to find Damn. a segue. All right, well, now Andy definitely has to answer. <laughs> no. <laughs> No. Okay, give me, give me. So I'll what? sister act myself. I don't right. know what I'm talking about. What? The? I don't even know what the fuck no. that means. Should I hey. be offended? He doesn't even have hey. a sister. Hey. Why? He doesn't that. even have a sister. No, I don't. Neither one of them so, has a sister. So, so maybe that's why. What I've been using while I'm driving, I would have said it right there. Yep. Yep. What would you have said? We're not saying it. Can't say it. Oh. We're not saying it. Everyone's and we just said a whole Everyone except for Paco and Fluffy are going to go, what the hell are they talking about? <laughs> no, I think, yeah. 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 Them, they, they, those two would know. Yeah. 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 But anywho, so today we're going to do um, questions in a bowl. We, uh, oh, I want to sing it so bad again, but I'm not. So <laughs> we're going to do questions in a bowl. We compiled a I think Ozzy wanted you to. <laughs> He just don't want it to be mm-hmm. him. That's all that is. He's like, just, just please don't let it be me again. But so we compiled a few questions. We are going to pass this bowl. We have a random number of questions. They're going to pull out a number and I'll read out the question. You're just explaining. Pulling no shit. Exactly. Pulling a number. Okay. You're explaining <laughs> the act of pulling a number right now. There's a there. There are numbers one through. 
Fine. Fuck None it. of your business. Here, so, pull a goddamn number. Okay, you, I'll pull a number. Fucking nurse. All right. Fucking sister act. We're going to reach in. <laughs> I got a number. It yeah. looks like either the number sign or seven. Your handwriting is very weird. I'm sorry. <laughs> That's a shot. Well, Pierce is on it tonight. Um, this I don't will, know why. This will be Pierce's last episode. No. <laughs> This would be Pierce's last episode. No. We don't have to worry about Andy not coming on again. It will be Pierce. I'm a fan. People, fans like me ish. I don't know. Which they? They're going to moralize you. I know at least Jackson wants to hear my voice. Jeez. Yeah. All right. Yeah, we can change his mind. All right. You need to stop with the soundboard. All right. All right. <laughs> Question number seven, though, Kayla. Fuck off, Pierce. I'm just. Was it a seven, Pierce? It is a seven. It was a seven. It is a seven. I don't know why I'm being mean tonight. I'm so sorry. Either. You said it was a backwards F. Is that what he said? No, I said it was a number sign. How is it a number sign? He look said it looked like a crooked Z. He don't know how you did that. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> the sevens were in a hat and a bow tie. <laughs> uh, okay, I'm, I'm well, that, sorry. That was my only one. How you do that? Dad? That's my only one. I'm cut you. No, that's my only one. No, no, partake. Go ahead. Nope, that's my only Go one because I love you. Mm-hmm. And I bet you didn't know that, girl. I, I didn't. And don't try to ebonyize me, bitch. Ebonyize. Don't ebonyize me, bitch. Anyway, so what's something terrifying um, that we've all come to accept as a fact of life and if you could choose not to accept it? Trump supporters. Uh, Wait. What's What's something terrifying that we've chose, that we see as a fact of life now that's just like a fact of our life that's super terrifying? Um, COVID? COVID. This is hemorrhoids. Pierce, this, this is hemorrhoids. <laughs> <laughs> Kid, kidney stones. I'm out of this. <laughs> Andy's is probably as fucked this up. This is back. Pierce's uh, question to answer. Yeah, yeah, this is Pierce's all right. question. So are we all answering the question? Is nah, it? just Pierce. We can't all answer it. We can if I you already answered it. You heard my answer. So the person, the person who chose should answer first, and then we can all jump in. Yeah. yeah. If you want. Okay. So I think my thing would probably be like climate change. I feel like that that's something that that is totally unavoidable. Like mm-hmm. I have to get I have to get to work or whatever, and I get to my job and stuff like that. I just so feel you're like using those fossil fuels. Yeah, like, fuck it, I need them. Yeah, and but it, it it sucks because it's like it's like. And you drive a Prius. I know I drive a Prius, but I, I still have that thing in my in my back of my mind where it's like I feel like I could do more. Yeah, you just buy an electric car. Well, I don't have the money for an electric car. Okay. So it's kind of, it might be out of the scope of what you can do now. The qu- second part of that answer was, what would it look like if you decided not to accept that fact? Bullshit, Pierce. You can like, get a what would your actions be? Because you were wanting to go against it instead of being like, oh, it's fact of life. And if you were like, hell no, this won't stand, what would it look like you doing? If if I if I was like, hell no, this won't stand? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um. I don't know, shit, so it don't have to be the same question. Yeah, I mean the same answer. Well, well, for for that specifically, you can I would, change that. Yeah, I mean, I mean for that spe- specifically, I would go. Oh well, I I can find someone who lives close by me, and we can carpool, or I can ride a bike. Granted, that would be like a thirty minute bike ride. Yeah, get a Volt. Get a Volt. I don't yeah, have that sh- kind of money. Chevy it's Chevy. Volt. It's it's they're not expensive. It's Chevy. <laughs> no, no. Okay, honestly, they're not expensive. How much are they? I think. You for like twenty, okay, thousand well, dollars. 
Still don't have like a normal like a normal I mean, fucking not, car. Like, yeah, you gonna make payments on it. Yeah. yeah, it's a normal it's a normal car. I mean the okay that's so, new. That's twenty thousand new. So the the yeah. other thing that that like I see in my world that that I'm definitely more aware of now is just like outwardly systemic racism. Like I was driving with Mike Lily tonight, and I was like, it's like holy shit, we were driving down like like the very very clear red line of Kansas City, and then all of a sudden I was just like this is a completely different neighborhood than we we're just driving down. And it's like yep. so crazy because it's like, it's like for me before I was never even really aware of it until I was like, Oh, I can definitely see the two different sides. So how can you choose not to accept it? Like what, what, what can be done with that to where you just be like, fuck that. This ain't gonna work. This ain't gonna stand. This ain't gonna fly. Oh shit. Yeah. yeah that that's hard to say because it, it's like, you know, there, there's so many opportunities that, that, like I, I, I look forward to being like, being like, okay, vote for this person, or I could, you know, do this in my community. But then at the same time, I feel like that doesn't do anything. Right. You know, and it's already I've, illegal. The only thing keeping it in place now is like tradition, gatekeepers. Yeah, yeah gatekeepers. Yeah. So it's 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 hard because it's like, you know, I don't know. It's just hard. I mean, you can just speed in their neighborhoods instead of just speeding in ours. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm joking, you guys. I'm joking. It was just he a doesn't joke. speak, guys. It was just a joke. Drives very safe. Thank you. I'm curious of where y'all was at when you saw the the change from the neighborhood. We the were shit. we you? were dri- driving down 75th, and and it was literally like right before Waldo, oh. and we're we're like passing over the Paseo and Truce and stuff like that. And we're like Truce is it? I was thinking. Truce is it? I, I figured you yeah. were closer to State Line in that area. Yeah. 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 And it's 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 literally crazy because I was telling Mike I was like it's literally this one I block. I mean, it can get it can get even closer than that. Yeah, I mean, true. if you go down Truce and you cross over Holmes. to Charlotte, mm-hmm. instant, mm-hmm. it's immediate. Like literally a block. Yeah, makes a, a ton of a fucking difference. It's crazy because like like where I grew up, it that was like it was so far away because I was living in the suburbs of Northern California. Like, good luck seeing anything like that. Right. Like you you have to go looking for that. But in Kansas City, you literally drive it, drive over every, almost every single day. Yeah, I mean, you you see it, you look from one side to the next, and mm-hmm. you're like, mm-hmm. oh, yeah. like I said, just uh, speeding litter and they never. No, it's it's crazy though. But I I don't know, like like I don't know what I could actively change, like like if if there's anything that I can do to make it so that that's not such a literally like black and white. I don't kind know. Of I think it's a uh, one thing for sure. Um, Two things for certain, <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. Um, gentrification plays a big part. Yep. Of that too. Yeah. So just be like, when you're like, I found a, a house in this neighborhood, and I mean it's black, but I'm like, stay out of it. Yeah. Yeah. Stay out of there. Totally. Get out of there. Because I, you taking somebody's grandma's house. Yeah. Get out of there. I mean, I mean, the, that's the thing is that that people don't realize is that there's such a strong community already there and then and then when people try to gentrify and all of a sudden you're breaking up that community well i mean so this is one way there's a touch of duality in the idea right of the gentrification Mm -hmm. because the clear systemic divide with the redlining is already an issue yeah but then you also have communities that were built up because of it so now you have specifically black communities Mm -hmm. now when you cross those community lines and start moving other people into it and gentrifying it, the cost goes up. Yeah. It becomes the equivalent of these places that we're already separated from. Mm-hmm. 
and then you leave people without completely. But there's also the idea of, I don't know, increasing property value. Yeah. That, you know, it's hard to make that happen without other people wanting to live there. But the thing is, like, what, like, you would have to ask yourself the question, why do we want to increase the property value? Because the taxes go toward the schooling, and then your kids can have better schools. Exactly. But what if your schooling wasn't dependent on how poor or rich the people who lived around you was? What if everybody just made funding schools for all children a priority instead no. of being like this neighborhood's poor so your kids are going to be dumb suck it ha wish your moms and dads had better jobs well then that would be a completely different situation because okay. that's that's the only real reason why people well anybody should be like oh we got to make sure the value of the property is is high or increasing mm-hmm. because it's directly correlated with the education system especially <coughs> in public schools but then yeah. people never ask the question what if we just stopped letting whether or not these innocent children will, you know, grow up to be like, have, you know, have dismal education and have a slim chance of like getting into college or whether or not they'll have like a standard, like amount, like the best that we can give all American kids Mm -hmm. in education. Like if everybody put that as a priority. People ask questions like that all the time. But what you see is people like Betsy DeVos get appointed. Yeah. Never mind. Yeah, so, well, so I, I here's something else I want to say that this is me from an artist perspective. I see, I see cities like New York back in the seventies and San Francisco and LA back in the seventies and even Chicago, you know, back in the day, you know, San Francisco, Berkeley, LA, New York, those, those cities, they were cheap to live in, but they had a lot of culture and they had a lot of artists and mm-hmm. the culture was mostly brought up by black people right. or people of minorities. And, and then all of a sudden, you know, people from the suburbs were going. Well, it got cool to live there. Yeah, so it got cool they, to live there. They exactly. went in and raised the property value. And then the very, are like, artists and, like, creatives that made the culture, like, hip to be there couldn't afford to live there yep. anymore. Mm-hmm. And then they moved Pushed to another right city. Yep. That's the idea behind, like, an inspiring culture. Exactly. You see it in any type of neighborhood. Chinatown was in, like, mm-hmm. L.A. was over in with Caucasians. And then uh, San Francisco as well. Yeah. Right? Like, but that's the idea. If the culture itself is inviting enough, mm-hmm. the people who started is eventually going to get moved out. Oh, totally. I mean, I mean. Forced out. Forced out. Forced yeah. Out. Well, and, and the, the other thing is like, it's like you see, you see cities like now, like, like Detroit or, or some other cities where like back in the day they were booming. Then also never moved out because all the steel jobs were moving out so all the all the people who could afford living there are the ones who are bringing the culture that was there you know that wasn't there back in the 70s and so now that's going to be like i see that in like maybe 30 years that will be the next booming city that'll be the next san francisco or la or whatever just because they're the ones who have the culture and they're the ones who are bringing the culture I could see it being, uh, I could see it becoming sort of a similar type of mecca as like Atlanta, mm-hmm. but I don't see it becoming like an LA or no, New true. York, mostly because there's so much business there, coupled mm-hmm. with the fact that it's coastal. Yeah. And I think the thing about, I guess the thing about culture, which makes it, you know, talking about that standpoint of it, for whatever reason, our culture is kind of sold it's not ours mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying so like mm-hmm. yeah we do have it and we'll get it cracking and get it popping and get things moving and shaking but at that point is then distributed off to everyone else but us so yeah we'll we'll you know we'll 
built the foundation. Oh, yeah. But it definitely won't be ours. No. You know what I'm saying? Be like, oh, where people once were. Yeah. Totally. <laughs> you know, it'll, it'll continue that cycle. But is, that's because you I mean, don't have is money. Is culture created so like, to be kept, though? Like, is there any way to maintain <coughs> culture as exclusively yours? Not here, I think, I but other people do. Other, pe- other groups of people do. Other people, Such groups as? of people most, most certainly do. Like, like East about. Asian cultures and other people. Like, of course, imperialism has happened. But imperialism in the grand scheme of, like, human existence, like, to the extent that it is now, it's, it's it's fairly recent, and most people held on to their cultures and passed them down. Like that's where that's where like the and like we're hardwired for tradition. Mm-hmm. Well, we're so I feel it. like I feel like there isn't very many cultures that aren't taken from its original form, manipulated, used as inspiration, and conformed into something different. Uh, there there might be a few things like maybe like. I don't know. Like, oh, uh, I mean, now, I mean, nobody can live in isolation now. Exactly. That's what I'm okay. saying. Yeah, like, yeah. There's, there's nothing that people just well, won't touch. There was that, there's that one little tribe that was. <laughs> yeah. What? Oh, when they was smoking? That, that, that one tribe where that one guy went on that island? And he got murdered. Oh, and, he got, <laughs> and they was like, oh, no, his body's on the beach. <laughs> it, it was alive. <laughs> like, he was alive until he went there and started messing with people. Yep. They told him that, that they were don't hostile, they were there. isolated, yeah. don't do it, and they smoked his ass. So I don't know. Like, you can't follow simple instructions. You learn how to follow simple instructions in pre-K. So I don't Before really that. Yeah, well, you learn that at home. You, with your get, mom. you get that. Ah, so. <laughs> that was simple. It don't get no simple. <laughs> no more simplistic than that. All right, so let's go to the next uh, question. Andy. Mm-hmm. D- don't be on that bullshit. <laughs> 11. 11. <laughs> Is this an H? Oh, he looks like, like an H. He's like he spinning it around. He's like, down. okay, he's no, like, so that was the one I picked up earlier, and I was like, vertical line. Number <laughs> All right, number 11. Number 11. Okay. So what does honor mean to you, and how important is it to you? Uh, does your culture have a value? Oh, sorry. <laughs> sorry, I have it written in the book. <clears throat> Start from the beginning. You guys are welcome. Uh, what does honor mean to you, and how important is it to you? What are y'all doing? Nothing. Does your cultural value honor? Does your culture value honor, and what exemplifies honor in your culture? Hmm. What does honor mean to me? Mm-hmm. Mm, that's a good question. Do we really, I guess, do we even really use honor? I know we use other terminology. We use, like, loyalty, respect, and different things like that. But does does that equate to you as being honorable? I don't know. Yeah, do you see it as, like, a collective of traits all together coming together to make you honorable? Or is honor itself, like, an individual thing that you have? I think it's a bunch of different traits that... Like it's a simplified honor. I was gonna like, say like you, I feel like you can be very loyal to somebody. Yeah, it's like have no fucking honor. Yeah. So mm-hmm. what what mm-hmm. make what distinguish 
for you honor them that wouldn't combine like loyalty or those or those other different traits. Fuck. My bad. I mean, if you're going to separate it. Damn, these, I mean, these you don't, don't, are don't know what we're saying is no, you it, don't have to separate it because, like, they're saying an honorable person would be a collective of oh, these those. good traits. Yeah. So I'll go ahead and go out on the limb and say that what I see as honorable is everything that Aragon ever did. <laughs> <laughs> he is an honorable man, and I don't think I've ever seen him do anything dishonorable. Aragon put a curse on a little baby girl. Not, because he was too stupid. Not to Aragon, me. as in with an E. I mean Aragon with an A. Aragon. I was about to say like Aragon. Strider. He, he like, did the wonder. I was about to say like Nando. Okay. But Andy, when yeah, he was on, he, okay. No, but uh, yeah, <clears throat> I think loyalty definitely is a, a, to me a big component of um, of, of an honorable person. Yeah, but you could be loyal to a fault. Loyal to somebody who don't deserve it. Yeah, mm-hmm. I was about to say, do you, do you look for that in like your own personal life when it comes to like friendship or anything like that? That's loyalty, uh, truthfulness, um, respect, respect for sure, mm-hmm. sure. Family values. Um, I mean, I I think there's like I don't think you can just mm-hmm. say here's honor and and <laughs> that's it. I think it, it's so, my, so. Can I so can I ask a question like? Do you think in the black community we use the term honor? Well, we don't like, use the term yeah, honor. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, because to me, feel like it feels right. like there's the there's kind of two different meanings for me for mm-hmm. honor. Like, there's like a Caucasian way of viewing it, honor being like patriotic, being um, like having like upstanding Christian values, upstanding Christian values. Th- mm-hmm. That to okay. me, when I hear the word honor. I don't hear it the same way other people kind of. And this one, like, do we as a culture use it differently? And we, I mean. I don't think so. Black people. Well, I, and I think all cultures <coughs> use it the same way. Yeah. The, the difference, the, the real difference for honor is what your cultural norms are. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I'd have to say, like, like you, you, like, like, granted, there's a lot of Caucasian people who, who do see those kind of values as, like, like being patriotic, being a good Christian and stuff like that, you know, like, like the way I was, I was raised, like I do have to give a lot of credit to my mom and my dad and like everyone around me who did raise me. But it was like, we grew up primarily atheist and we, I mean, actually all atheist. (laughs) (laughs) And then, and then we, we grew up where, where we weren't like, like, like we, we knew the importance of like, America, but that was because I was like literally drilled into our head when we when we were kids. Mm-hmm. But it wasn't like we were eat, sleep, and breathing kind of like Fourth of July. Like my dad, my dad had Fourth of July. It was born on Fourth of July, but he wasn't like like we weren't like going out there and being like being like screw you, dad, and your birthday. Like like this is America's this birthday. Is America's birthday. Yeah, we're we're not we're not we're not like eat patriotic. Sleep. Yeah, we're we're not we're, we're not I outwardly. Mean, like, Patriotic, but in in like in like extremely, yeah. And and the other thing that that we kind of realize is like is like patriotism can come towards a fault. Yeah, for sure. But like, with but I'm, honor, I'm talking about the word honor. Honestly, I don't yeah, think. yeah. Well, I'm I'm, ta- I'm talking about the the like like the the box that you gave like primarily white people's like yeah idea of honor yeah because yeah I would 
Well, Patreon, black people do Patreon it too. If you're going to talk about Christian, because like a lot of people will be like, oh yeah, like that's like a, like a partnership qualification. Like as long as he's a man of God, then I know everything's going to be taken care of. Mm-hmm. And I know like they, they use that, but I'm like, man, he's going to cheat on you like 10 times. Like, <laughs> he's going to have you so embarrassed out here. But they'll say that like, they'll act like that particular peace that being like that god-fearing individual is all the honorable like quality that you need and everything else is going to fall into place because that's the most important right there are a lot of black people that believe that as well so it's just how it's so is it more of a context thing being honorable so it's like i I guess we're just talking about semantics and definitions yeah because that's exactly what i was saying yeah so i wouldn't think that like when I think of someone that's honorable, patriotism would be low, on, low on the on, on the on the low on the totem pole. Like, mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm I'm the obvious way. When I when I think of honor, it's all dealing with like patriotism. So um and Christian values, like that's what I that's where I go with with that particular word. Not not with the necessary definition, but the word has an attachment to those traits for me. The way I view honor is it's, it's it's about how you live, and it's not about patriotism or anything. Mm-hmm. It's about living a decent. It's it's about living a decent fucking life. Mm-hmm. Uh, what is the definition of honor? <laughs> the Webster Dictionary of Honor is. <laughs> I feel like uh, now since I uh, love medieval type type of shit, honor to me would be you know dying in battle. Bam, bam. Dying in battle would be the shit. Uh-huh. Uh, but, I mean, that, that type, that type of honor the, was created kind of in wartime. Yeah, and, that's, and that's, why I, that's why I was saying, I was like, that's why that honor that I see now, which is being, just being an honorable person, you're just being right. a decent fucking human being. See, to me, before we get to the that. definition, like, to me, it's like, um, genuinely being a good person, discerning right from wrong. The, the values that you have as a person, mm-hmm. the way you outwardly impact the world is what would be honorable. Mm-hmm. It's how people view you for your actions to me. And I feel like um, if I were to if I were to say um, what I viewed as honorable, I would say people that set a moral compass for themselves based on like compassion and like really trying not to fuck people over and then actively trying to follow that code and not trying to take shortcuts Mm -hmm. or haggle their way out of it. Mm -hmm. All right. And do you have the definition? So honor, it's high respect, great esteem, adherence to what is right or to a conventional standard of conduct. See that, 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 that part, that last one, that was a it's the conventional Ooh. standard of conduct. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's the idea. That's why things like patriotism can't be a part of it. Yeah. Or, you know, your your religion and things like that. It's about whatever your social circle holds to be like their con- con- conventional, traditional values that mm-hmm. they hold true to. So wh- one thing I do have to say, what <coughs> Ozzy said, is that like, like the fact that, you know, pretty much our whole entire life we have always been at war with another nation. And so it's like, it's like I have plenty of friends who who joined the military who were like like I'm doing it because I be, either because 
my grandfather did it or it's like it's the right thing to do and they, they give me all these weird excuses and i'm like you don't have to die for anyone like why are you doing that like be, it's okay to be selfish in these kind of situations like like treat your life as it is the most important thing because it is the most important thing in my yeah. in but my it, opinion at least but it gives them a sense of honor mm -hmm. true true right People need to it, it, coupled with the idea culture. that you know like if if your life is important, how important mm. is the lives of the many who could be end up being protected by yours? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I see. I see that. that that's always a two way thing. Like you, mm -hmm. like you can go f to war or join the military for the right reasons. Yeah, but that doesn't make you an honorable person at the same time because of what you, what you do. Honor is yeah. earned. It's, you know, it's earned. It, yeah. it has to be earned. So if you if you continue to act honorably even within the military, you would say yeah. That just because honorable. just because you join doesn't Something mean you're automatically honorable. yeah. Because yeah, like, you can join the join the army because you want to shoot guns at people. Yeah. yeah. Or yeah. want them to pay for college. I've pay not, for college. I've not. I've known some people. Is that, that dishonorable though? <coughs> no, that's not dishonorable. dishonorable. But, but I know I, I know people that have joined the yeah, military to get right. free rides to pay but for that's, school. But that's yeah. honor for family. That 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 yeah. changes the narrative again. If it's all about the perspective. Again. So mm -hmm. what's more important? It, and like, and like, I, th I think a lot of the questions that we're going to go over is all about the different definitions that we have for each thing, and we not necessarily. Okay, but speaking of honor, the thing that I honor the most. Probably trees. Mm. You know. Uh, are you referring to a tree fact? Tree fact? There <laughs> it is. Tree fact. Tree fact. Tree fact. Tree fact. A healthy tree, tree can have a value up to $10,000. And what about a British bank? <laughs> <laughs> or a Swiss one? No, <laughs> no, 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 Kayla. A British bank is ran with precision. Because I couldn't stop. <laughs> you get the next question. Okay, I'm sorry. The next question that made is. It easy. I had a couple of them. Can you just grab I'm one? I'm trying to. Questions in I a got. bowl. Questions in a bowl. Give a guy a watermark. 42. <laughs> Fuck somebody up. <laughs> you gotta find a watermark. Find a watermark. <laughs> question number I you, 12. I was like, oh, I, think, I thought you had it upside down. Okay. This is a good one too. Stick in a snake. So, do people have? <laughs> I'm sorry. Are y'all done? I know what's yeah, hey, I'm done. Hey, right. hey. And sorry. <laughs> do people have an obligation to help others, or show, or should people be responsible for helping themselves? Oh, an obligation. Yeah, obligation. Um, obligation. It's kind of hard to say that any individual living creature is obligated to do anything other than like it, like whether or not you're like a like a parent or something. You know what I mean? Or if it's like you signed contractually that like oh it's my job. I signed up to be an EMT. Now I have to stop people from dying. Then Shit. you're obligated. Because you've kind of like your honor is kind of on the line there. Oh, you feel it? Oh, you know you done fucked up, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. What happened? I'm a, I'm a first responder. Yeah. <laughs> and I I think I've told way too many people on jump. If you start dying in front of me, you will wait because I'm calling somebody else. <laughs> <laughs> well, I am not qualified. Like, like, like don't do nothing stupid. <laughs> like, fall if you want to. 
that's your obligation. That's your obligation. You, you signed care. up, okay? You, you need to like, get a contract. No, I just okay. wanted the orange hill. Man. Too <laughs> bad. You you need to start giving people the like like the life alert things, being like, I've fallen, I can't get up. It's so like first <laughs> no, that's what they got radios for. Oh. In what way? First responder, how? Uh, if any anything happens to them, like, it, like, like a like medical, like a medical, anything medical. I need a band aid. He got that the binder. Too. He Ozzy has the binder. Is this the work? I mean, just for someone yeah. who's worked in healthcare for yeah. ever. I'm I, like, yeah. I don't think Ozzy's I mean, qualified. I, I, know no, I, I know. I mean, no, I like I'm CPR certified and everything. CPA they, first aid. Hell yes. Oh wow. <laughs> not but, CPA. Yep. Not 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 choking in front of you. Even you. Any of you? I know. I know the okay. steps. Ah, 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 ah. Stand alive. Stand alive. Sorry about that. I, I didn't. What's all the phrase? I was petrified. Wait. So, so what? What's the? Uh, okay. What, what was the so, question again? Okay. Do whether or not someone's obligated to help others, or whether they should look out for themselves. I say that um, we're kind of hardwired to go ahead and. Um, help others for the benefit of ourselves because mm-hmm. humans aren't necessarily designed to uh, thrive alone. Yep. So we build societies because right. we're programmed to do so, and it is beneficial to ourselves to have others around who care about us so that we can all be safe as a collective. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, but it when, isn't so out- But when does that obligation fit flip from helping others to worried about your own self? Um, what, 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 what do you feel? What would be your line? Like, you know what? You, you on your own. House fire. I got something that you know what? Not... And the, the funny thing is, Andy used to go into other people's houses and check their smoke alarms. <laughs> Fuck me. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, so I, I got, I got something that, that that's not emergency related. <clears throat> so something like me where I, I have a trade skill. Where I, I can work, I work with my hands. I'm I'm a creative, and I, I do ceramics, and I teach people about ceramics. Mm-hmm. When when it like like so, I benefit my community by teaching them what I know. But I'm doing that out of a little bit of greed, where I'm like, they will pay me good money for me to teach them. That's fair. So wow. so it is an obligation. A little bit. It's, I think it's an obligation, obligation to pay to help pay your bills. Yeah. Self. Right. Yeah. Well, that's, that that's, would be obligation to self. That's him being but responsible an obligation for himself. To, obligation to help others does exist. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, nobody individually is going to demand it, but it's morally there. It's, and it's morally always going to be there. Yeah. Uh, it's going to be rough to watch somebody suffer when you can. When you intervene. can help, and that's why you see even billionaires they'll step out of their they'll, they'll step out and help individual people, but it's the people that they can see. Yeah. 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 So it's like if it's not, if it's not at the cost, it's easy to help others when it's not at the cost of your own well-being. It's easy to ignore people when, when they and it's aren't present to, ignore to you. Either. When you don't Absolutely. See it. But is yeah. that, is that obligation self-serving then? Yeah. It's not yeah. self-serving. I feel like um, if it doesn't, I feel like if somebody was like hurting and in, in in some sort of distress right in front of you. And it cost you nothing and affected you in no negative way to help them, you would help them. And it isn't self serving. You don't think before you jump into action, oh, I'm going to feel real good about this later. You just act. And I think that's the part that's programmed in us to just act. But, okay, if, but if, 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 but you're if not you not facing think, any but bodily if you harm. Think, 
if you think, let me add another layer to this mm -hmm. because this is this is something that we really see in a lot of our social media, right? Let's say people helping the homeless, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. How many recorded videos have you seen? Those are premeditated. They don't necessarily have to be premeditated. No, I'm saying the ones that are recorded, they'll be like, oh, I'm going to go out and you, why don't you record me giving money to this Sometimes it doesn't guy. be like that. Sometimes it's spontaneous. You'd be like, oh, get the, it's, hold on, wait, wait, wait. I just saw somebody get the, get the camera started. That's not necessarily no, premeditation. It's, it's like, but like if you there and you do it and you'd be like, oh, okay, I'm going to start recording that. So before you act on it, if you say, hey, you think about what's beneficial to you. Like you, if you think I'm going to show somebody this later, even in a small way, you're still thinking about yourself involved. You're thinking mm -hmm. about the what you can gain from it, even still. So, so here, here's the thing. But all like, of it can, to me, all of it can have a sense of self servitude. Yeah. yeah. If I see Pierce down on the ground and he's choking, I, I know how to do CPR. Oh God. Back to the CPR. It's going to also. It's going to help him, but it's also going to make me feel good that mm -hmm. I was able to help him. Well, but you don't think about it. You don't think about it in the moment not, that it's going to feel moment. good to help him. But inherently, it isn't truly altruistic because we're programmed in society to be like, okay, humans don't do too well alone. You need a group, and to live in a group, you have to have it programmed in you to like help one another and cooperate with one another. In, so, in in smaller groups, we do well with that. Yeah. Okay. So so here's the thing: is that we were literally talking about this like. Like when we were talking about like like what we've done for the homeless, what the homeless or, or what what people have done for us in terms of like like either gifts or money oh, yeah. or things like that. Yeah. I think it was literally like like episode twenty one. Yeah. Um, we we were literally talking. We were just giving stories of like like gift giving of gift giving and and philanthropy and you know things like that where it's just like like I literally gave someone twenty bucks and you literally probably made their day, you know. And and those are the kind of things that like like. That probably means the world for them, but for you personally, it's just that like little like, I did my good good deed for today, and it's like like literally. But you think about that. I feel like a lot of people in the moment, they don't think about that. What they, mm -hmm. I feel like what they do in the moment, if it's not premeditated, what they think about in the moment is like they whether they they do a like a cost risk analysis. Like a, like a risk analysis, and they go like, am I going to, okay, do I need this money? I don't need this money. I have extra money. I'm not going to hurt if I lose this mm -hmm. $5, $20, $100. It's not going to hurt me. I'll give it because I see him needing it. Yeah. And then you go home and you go, and then you go, oh, that made me feel good. I actually, actually morally, I did something really good yeah. today. Right. Then you ride that high after, but in the moment you're thinking about, is it going to cost you anything? No, then I'll do it. Yeah. So you don't consider that as any form of, like to be like premeditated at that point because at that point you're actively thinking about not necessarily no, the gratification i'm not that's but. kind of a sub that that risk analysis you do is on a subconscious uh mm -hmm. is on a subconscious level same risk analysis you do when you're like oh i'm gonna i'm gonna make sure it's not dark in here flip on this not like oh that kind of stinks over there i'm gonna avoid that patch or whatever that's like subconscious mm -hmm. it's biologically built into you to avoid danger dark gross things that could give you some sort of pathogen that's a, that's on the subconscious so here's the thing is that um monica i was driving with you and i was like i would love to give this a homeless person some money but because of covid i'm gonna go out my way to avoid because i just don't know what they're what, what if whether or not they have it whether or not you know so mm -hmm. it's it's like it's like in a certain way that that's kind of um 
don't know. It's it's. But what? But would you consider that uh, that person being responsible for themselves? Not because it's at risk to you. Wait, but that you, person. What do you mean that person being like a homeless because person? Because that was that person. was the second part of the question. So the first part is: Do you have an obligation to help others, or should people be responsible for themselves? Oh. So, like, where where does where does those converse, those those two things aren't mutually exclusive? They're not, they're so, not fully I, so here's the thing: is I I feel like it's like like you saying that again again. <laughs> I, I do I do feel like it's a give and take constantly because it's like it's like I I have certain abilities that I can help people out. You have certain abilities that can help certain people out. You know, you and I we might come together and then and then your skills might be able to help me and then my skills might be able to help you. Constantly, and and we constantly go through that, and it's it's a constant, you know, give and take for everyone in the world. I feel like. I think it works on levels. So mm-hmm. if you're talk, if you're referring to like someone who is homeless, okay, and you're I'm thinking not, about, okay, so let's. No, let's, I'm I'm yeah. just talking about it. For instance, yeah. yeah. So for for someone who like like me who just works a regular job and just has a normal like everyday kind of like I'm make I'm just trying to make it kind of standard of living. To, to be responsible for that person who doesn't have anything, I wouldn't be able to do it at any, like, at no cost to myself. It would definitely, like, deplete my resources to give that person their basic necessities on my own. But I do, at the same time, feel like our country could give that homeless person their basic necessities right. without being like like without our country freaking stopping yeah. we could house him we could feed him do you know what i mean yeah, and it exactly. would but me as an individual i couldn't house and feed him cuz i'm i'm doing it you know so do myself. You, so do you feel like individually that we we do have an obligation whether it be to self whether it be to help others i mean whether it be for self uh, gratification or whether it be just for just genuinely helping others and more so that entities um, have an obligation for people to be more responsible for themselves. I feel like if you helping others, like no matter what you do it for, if you, if you feeling like if you just getting higher in yourself, whether or not you're doing it like coming from a place of compassion because you've meditated on, you know, what these people might be going through or whatever, then I feel like, um, whatever your motives are Mm -hmm. if it helps somebody and if it fills somebody's stomach i don't care go ahead and give it to them if you want to like take a selfie of yourself giving them the money go ahead and do it as long as you're going to give them the money but i also feel like as far as like personal responsibility you can only give if you have something to give so if you destroy yourself giving to others then you can't ever help anybody else because your cup is empty yep and now you need somebody I was just wondering, it's, I don't know if it's an obligation because not everyone is in the position to help the homeless person that's mm-hmm. sit, sleeping mm-hmm. out in front of your house. And, and what I was about to say, it doesn't have to be homeless specifically. Like, no, I no, no. Yeah, it's yeah. just, yeah, just yeah. needing in general. Need, mm-hmm. people need. in need. Mm-hmm. People in need. No, one, I, I feel no one's obligated to help anybody else. But that's how you build communities. Yeah, yep. gives you a sense of honor. Humans wouldn't be able to exist without communities. So yes, they are obligated. And, 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 and what I mean by that is not saying you have to assume the role of their benefactor in totality, uh, but humans by default will 
have and will continue to work together to make sure the bottom of the barrel is it's like help help thy neighbor. Yeah, you have to mm-hmm. ad- advocate right. for your. And, and you know. they they advocate it for it more because I mean it's easy for people to get caught up in greed, but on a base level, and just observing humans on like a on a as a a child will help another child. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. No, no questions asked. Yeah, no questions what, asked. That's why yeah. the only thing that paints it paints it is. The conditions that you come up in. Exactly. Absolutely. So, I 100% agree. And that's yeah. why I'm saying, like, there is a, a base, I don't know, maybe biological obligation that, that compels people. And I think mm-hmm. that's what Monica was getting at. It's more reality. It's I called think the we all have it. it I was trying not to go there. But um, you know, you okay. Know. Well, <laughs> you're going to learn pretty soon. Grandpa, yeah. died. nigga, I already know. <laughs> not you, but I'm just saying others. Out there, if he if I talk long enough, it'll come up. Um, <laughs> Sir Richard Dawkins, I don't know if you're knighted yet, but you should be. You should be at this point. Richard Dawkins he has is a book. He should be. I'm going to refer to him henceforth as Sir Richard Dawkins. <laughs> um, he has a book called The Selfish Gene Theory, which That's goes true. into this on a looking through a biological lens because um, he's a biologist. And it's very, very interesting when you kind of see the biological foundation of how the species develops its moral code. Okay. Well, we're going to move on. Question number four. question. Was it on Mike? It's on, it's on, it's on Rosie. Rosie. How's it not on you? How's it not on you? It's, it's been in it's been it, It's order. been on him. <laughs> it's been chosen with that message. Shit. Hey. I, I do not read hardly. <laughs> I didn't write that. What, what is this? Okay, hold on. Time, time out. Time out. I wrote. <laughs> what number is it? First. Uh, oh, let me check. Can you write wingdings? Because I was about to say it looks it look like a coiled snake. Again, <laughs> with a coiled snake. Yeah, oh. I did write that. Wingdings. <laughs> is this a high? Okay, okay is listen. It, I did six to it, do, it does look like a, a normal six. I was just messing with you. <laughs> I wrote six to twelve, so that was on like, like what man. number is bird hieroglyph ear of corn? <laughs> is that bird is that ear of corn? Anubis with a with a sickle. Have <laughs> some some bastards. Oh come on, it's funny. Next page. All right. Oh. So whoop, whoop. Hey, hey, That's hey. Okay, so what are the best part and the worst part of, of human waking up? Folgers. Folgers, Folgers in your cup. Fucking Folgers. Hey, yes. <laughs> what are the best part and the worst part of human nature? Skip. Uh, skip? Pass. Slytherin at the table starts sweating. Hey, okay, okay. Honestly, I was about to say, like, man, there is almost no part of human nature that's good. Humans are pieces of shit mm-hmm. by default. Uh, no, humans, humans wow. do, entitlement. Do I don't think you're born with that. You're raised with that. Mm-hmm. I mean, humans uh, almost by fault care for fa- like family, like close families, like that. That's something that. I mean, not every one of them, but by majority, most humans, when it comes to family at least, they have compassion. Even if they're the worst humans mm-hmm. in mm-hmm. life, they care. Because they can draw a, a clear-cut line. They like, everybody on this side. Mm-hmm. 
I guess it, it just depends on how many people you let into your little box of compassion and better people have larger boxes and terrible people yeah, have and real some small people, boxes. Some people have real small boxes, but for for most people there is a box. Mm-hmm. There is a box somewhere there, and if that box only has one person, or have, or have a have like it's just like a a dog, <laughs> just a dog, it's just, just like a dog. Just me and my dog. Like I will murder yeah. everything except my dog. Yeah, like like, but I, I don't know. It's, it's I think that, you're talking about misanthropic people, but I feel like that, that doesn't human. happen as much as you're letting on right now. So I guess what Ozzy is saying is, uh, so humans, compassion is the good thing, but. Oh, the bad thing uh, is what? I don't know the greed or the need of hierarchy. Yeah. That, that, that got to be the worst. Cause that gets us in a lot of trouble. And I, mean, it, 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 I don't know. To me, that's real clear cut. It, humans will the create bad. a hierarchy out of you, absolutely out of nothing. nothing. Yeah. Absolutely I was about it's to say. so maddening. I've had three blue corns and one white one. You're out. Yeah. Say two people into the room. He, they'll look at each other. I think I got a little bit more hair to you. I'm leading shit. It's and it's just gonna. It don't matter. Doctor Seuss wrote a book about it. Yeah, I, well, I was about to say like literally, you can look at all the cultures throughout all of time and go, okay, there was a weird hierarchy. They they were uh, anointed by God to be the leader or whatever. And they say that they are, but you know, are they really? And and these and they laid out the oh, characteristics. Man. You know, you can look at like all the cultures between. Europe, Asia, like Indian, that weird. Native American, African, you know, Inuit, everyone. Mm-hmm. But don't we need a sense of hierarchy? For I what? Don't, I don't think what so. do you need it for? I'm just asking, Mike. Without hierarchy, isn't would there be chaos? Not necessarily. Uh, the hi- if the you idea don't have of a capitalism. The, the idea of a hierarchy doesn't innately provide structure. Chaos, yeah. The idea of structure comes from however you choose to impose it. I mean, that's why you could have monarchies and democracies. Mm-hmm. Um, it really depends on how you choose to construct your organ, you, how, however you want to live. But the idea that there is intentionally set division and humans' uh, obnoxious propensity to treat other as bad is the point that I think Ozzy was making, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean, and this is the other thing that Michael and I were talking about on the car ride. We were, we were talking about literally, like, in America, it is so easy for us to go, for white people to go, oh, people who aren't white are below us. And they, mm-hmm. they have been below us for, what, 600 years now? You know, and it's like... Thank you for getting the math right. Thank you. But I don't, I don't know if it's as Monica simple helped. as that. Um, <laughs> I don't think, I don't know if it's as simple as people being like, if you're not white, you're beneath us. It's kind of a thing where being like, okay, well, the caste system that you're born into... They don't nest you. You're you're in in one breath. You're born into your caste, mm-hmm. and in another and in another breath, you're brainwashed into believing that there are no walls around you. So everyone in there in the caste above you assumes that you're there because either you want to be there, it's your own doing, you're a bad person, or you're lazy, or X Y Z. Yep. So it's the it's it's the um, it's the contradictory information that you get on each level it's like okay well if you're if you're born a certain way but but you're going to tell people that they're you know all you have to do is just try harder mm-hmm. and, pull yourself and, up and, by but the that's bootstraps. not always true yeah yeah 
So oh. people think that like, okay, either you're defective, you can't, you're not morally sound, or something's wrong with can you. Can be can bad advice be part of? The you got worst, bad it. The worst part. Of but the nature. bad advice is not what you're gonna. The bad advice is not not what's gonna be counted because it's not the fault of the person who gave you bad advice. It's you being stupid enough to do it. That that is the so can so, stupidity be the worst part. I I don't even know if I fully believe that it's like oh you're stupid. Not, but no, it's not just like, ignorance. It's just flipping things around to blame the victim of on like blame the victim of their own circumstances. I'm not. I'm not talking about ignorance or being put in a position, being put in a position like poverty or being put in a position of bad health. I'm not talking about that. Yeah. I'm saying people making an active choice, no knowing or having the ability to have the right information mm-hmm. and going against it. So what stupidity? In in that in that sense, I guess if be you the want worst to simplify part of human nature. Well. Well, in all honesty, I, I don't if, know. I feel like that's pretty so, broad. So I would say, I would say, like people in my family—well, not not my family, but but people who I've kind of grown up around—they, I don't think that they would ever think that, like, like there there's some people who are definitely smart enough to go, oh, there's a, definitely like a clear divide between me and the others, others being minorities, and then there's other people who are going like. Like, oh, if they just applied themselves and if they just invest in their future and, like, you know, if they pull themselves, the whole idea of the conversation of pulling the most, pulling themselves up by their bootstraps, which, you know, we, we, were, we went over all that stuff. But it's, it's kind of crazy because people don't realize how hard that really is. The fact that our society has really geared, has really geared away from helping everyone but only helping themselves. But sense. not even not even necessarily being racial. Like when mm-hmm. when I'm talking about stupidity, I mean it can go over a plethora of things. How about somebody dating someone, you know, of a of a bad like, you know, dating the same wrong dude over and over again. Mm-hmm. You know, like what point does that lead to like to the stupidity angle instead of ignorance? I don't like, know. You can so be there ignorant are like, the first there are always time. questions like stupid and, Does this you know, person know that they the need end. therapy? Yes. So this person You're knows that they need that. therapy, and then being so in denial like, or not wanting to, but you can't, you can't, you can't be like go through all these traumas. There are some people that keep going through, and they accept it as a fact of life, and they don't think that anything is actually wrong because they think that the abuse that they, they receive from the partners they choose is just how the world is, and it's just yeah. Well, I wouldn't say just, but okay. they think that is how the world is. <laughs> yeah. And they don't know that, like, it's like, if you didn't accept, that's what, that's why I like the second half of that question. It's like, if you didn't accept that fact of life, quote unquote, then what would your action be if you said, I'm not going to take it? Then what would it look like? It would look like you going to therapy, getting out of that whatever relationship or whatever it is. All right, we're going to go to the next question. Mike, what's that number? Thank you guys for your input. It looks like a branch in a hula. <laughs> <laughs> oh wait, 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 w
Well-maintained trees and shrubs can increase property value by up to 14%. Damn. Wow. We really need to plant a tree. Wow, we do. You need really to need to tree. plant a fucking tree. And well, and well, how many days do you spell Arbor Day? Or shrubs. Or some shrubs. Oh, I wanted to know how when Arbor Day Something, is. Na- something native there, too. Oh, you want to know when Arbor Day is? Yes, I do. Well, Pierce, go. Do you want to know when Arbor Day do is? Do you Please. really want to know when Arbor Day is? When, when is Arbor Day, Pierce? It's 73 days until Yeah, Arbor there's Day. only 73 days until Arbor Day. Come on! We went over at the beginning. Come on! Plant a tree! Plant a tree. Something <laughs> native. Golly. He, he that kind of just plant that invasive shit. Increase right. property value. Jeez. But Arbor Day is April 30th for those who really want to know. All right. But for real. Okay, so number 10. Question number 10. What is the purpose of art in society? Pierce, did you art? write that? No. no. But that was that was supposed to be a pure softball. It wasn't supposed to go to Michael. But Michael is very creative in his own form, so mm-hmm. not necessarily. Um, he played so three hundred and fifty hours. <laughs> <I'm> sorry, <laughs> that's true. <laughs> Why you say that? Like it's a shot, man. Everybody over here, everybody in this room got at least two, got over two hundred hours. <laughs> he said he shut at up. least. Um, what's the purpose of art? Um, in society. In society? Yes. You know, I had this it question. It really depends on, I'm sorry, philosophy class. Did you? Yeah. Well, go ahead. You can oh, no, no, no. I, I, I wrote a paper about I mean, this. I mean, you're not. Oh, okay. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on. I have an opinion about this, too. I do want to hear what Andy's. But Andy's wow, like, my Jeez, I'm so sorry. Pierce, not all black people. That's because he's so. I'm not. She's <laughs> That's because he's a resident no. expert. Well, yeah, fuck. I had to get no, one no, off. No, 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 yeah. no. You were the one that was talking. It just I was has like, to be mean. It's okay, Pierce. I'm so sorry. That's not what I meant. <laughs> well, fuck. It's, it's no. Okay, it's let's get back to the topic. <laughs> Jesus Christ. All right, what do you got? I don't know. Uh, from my perspective, it's primarily for expression. In certain cases, sometimes it's about, um, well... It goes back to certain things like being masterful at a craft, things like that. Um, things that start off as something as a necessity eventually turned into expressions of self mm-hmm. within that necessity, and that's how it became art. People viewed things that people were regularly doing as more than just a means to get by from mm-hmm. a societal standpoint, and that's how art becomes or how art is. That was a beautiful answer. Thank Is you, it? Michael. But we're going to go to our uh, art resident. Hey, Andy. Oh, <laughs> Andy. <laughs> our philosophy major. No, no. Or the paper on but, it. My dissertation. But there, I mean, I think no. there, I think there's um, different forms of art. I mean, like nature, mm-hmm. music. I mean, so it's, I think it's, Subjective to each person. Murder. Murder. Slittering. Slittering. Shit. What? Can't stop. Can't stop. This is not Muck Duck. What the fuck is Muck Duck? Hold on. Wait, wait, wait. Never mind. We'll get to that later. Go ahead, Andy. No, no, we won't. No, I'm just saying. This is, I think it's it's subjective to each person. And Mm -hmm. there's there's different forms of art that that we all can look at and take Mm -hmm. inspiration from and view it in different Prisms and mm-hmm. I don't know. It's, 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 it was it was kind of crazy doing when I like said that I can't remember the paper I wrote on it, but it was like you can't remember word for word. Come on, no. It sounds like, <laughs> sound like you got a D on that paper. You let us down. <laughs> Pretty sure I got an A. This was a C minus paper. Just say. 
I know. Just, right now, what he presented to us, C minus at least. And he copied off the internet. Well, I but wouldn't grade it. I would just put a sticker on it <laughs> with a smiley face, with a thumbs up. You need that. So for for me, um, art in society, um, I think it makes people happier. I feel like it it, it does change certain people's outlooks for different things. When you look at someone and they've done something new or creative or or even reinvent something um, as an art form, um, not necessarily like, you know, cre- you know, inventing something new, but, you know, re- redoing something over in your own personal style, your own personal taste, I think it does help society as far as happiness goes Mm -hmm. or like, you know, how they feel about themselves and how other people respond and react to it, which makes, you know, society a little better. Um, You know, I think this one of the things that we had talked about in our arts and crafts uh, episode where hobbies can turn into careers, Mm -hmm. you know, or they can just stay exactly where they are. You can make one of one and just be happy and just touching everything that moves. Or you can make, you know, one out of a hundred and, you know, get paid for it. Totally. Um, so, go ahead. So I feel like Michael's definition for what art is, is the past. Like it still leads into the future and that's still how a lot of people still view it, but I feel like now, like, more and more, it's becoming, like, a class thing. Yeah. A class it's thing? becoming a, cl- a class thing. Like, art, there's a lot of art now that it doesn't take a lot to do. It doesn't take a lot to do, and they expect more, like, what do I want to say, more uh I don't want to say renowned, but they mm-hmm. want they like res- gratification. Yeah, they were they they expect more from it for doing something, some well, doing some bullshit. Example, but think of the Mona Lisa. Wait, saying, you said the Mona Lisa was bullshit? No, <laughs> no, 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 no. What are you Ozzy's comparing? Ozzy's comparing art in the, the Mona past Lisa, to art now. How great! How 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 great it is! Like it's a great fucking painting. Man, uh-huh. should I? It's cool. It's real basic, but. <laughs> But think about that fucking like thing, the fucking banana duct taped to a wall that sold for millions of that was gonna sell for millions of dollars. Did Banksy do it? Yeah, it was Banksy, Banksy do it. So Banksy, I, I got, I, I, I have my own opinion, but I, class I thing. Yeah, that should have never. To me, I feel like that should have never sold for no fucking millions of dollars. But I feel like that's just the it's, it's the way people view art now. They the expression of it has changed. I don't think so. I think it always has been about expression primarily. Mm-hmm. So what he's attempting to express through the banana on the wall is, you know, it's, it's different where they were trying to convey a something specific. Were they trying to convey something specific as far as expression by painting the Mona Lisa? Probably not. What was he, you know, utilizing his ability to the best that he could and expressing his art in that way for the Mona Lisa? Yeah. So the expression is just different. So here's my opinion. I think that art art can be interpreted art can be interpreted in multiple different ways depending on your perspective, depending on what you enjoy. So it could be it could be something that's extremely conceptual, 
And it could be something that's extremely surface level, surface base. People, when I was in school, were basically going, what does this cup mean? I was like, it's a fucking coffee cup. <laughs> it's a bowl. It means you can drink from it, you jackass. Exactly. You can put cereal exactly. in it. And then in the same breath, people were critiquing pieces that that did have a, a very clear conceptual meaning behind it. And and I definitely think that art is is a commentary on the time of the artist. So can I follow up with that? Yeah. Uh, well, I, I I have more to continue, but oh, go ahead. Well, I was gonna say I was gonna say going on going off of what the the idea of the Banksy the banana thing. I I didn't really do a whole lot of research into that piece and like 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 and all that stuff, but but in my personal opinion, me me remembering the piece and you just describing it, the thing that I see as that piece is talking about is talking about the ridiculousness of the class system of art where, where they were talking yeah. about literally like, like I can literally, th- this idea of high art is so ridiculous to the point where I can sell a, a picture of a, I mean, I can sell a banana that's literally tipped on the wall for millions of dollars to the point where at the MoMA, someone actually dropped glasses on the floor and people were literally going up to it. Oh, look at that beautiful modern art piece. And they go, this guy was like, can I get my glasses back? <laughs> As you guys are still <laughs> taking photos of it. Like it's a beautiful modern art piece. Mm-hmm. You know, the the same idea as Banksy. He, I keep on going back to Banksy because he, he keeps on throwing wrenches into the idea of high art just because he was a graffiti artist talking about like modern corrupt systems. He he was talking about, um, you know, that, that whole piece with the, the woman with the with the little girl with the hard umbrella that eventually passed, yeah that treaded like everyone was like everyone was in shock. Now that was dope to me. Well, see, here's the thing: is that is that he's but, talking about the idea of high art and like mm-hmm. how fucked up that whole society of high art is, mm-hmm. and so he like like everything was obviously planned out on that piece. Mm-hmm. There was someone in the audience that oh that the remote control started the paper shredder, you know he his whole thing is really trying to fuck with the whole idea of high art and so on and so forth. But, but like, like there, there's plenty of other artists who, who are who just talking about different concepts and it all depends on the audience member to get their own opinion about that art. So uh, I feel like at some point we would have to draw some clear definitions between um, looking at art where they're critiquing the, the thing about like modern art as like, have experienced it mm-hmm. we've we've experienced it as a classist thing where you have like leisurely people who have the free time and the um carefree the carefree life to make the art producing art for the people have who have the money to waste finances um on art while other people go hungry so um and then they maybe they feel a sense of being in the know by purchasing a bank seed because being like, oh yeah, well I get it, and um, but even but even with the contradiction of them Shouldn't spending their money on it, which is which is ridiculous because they're not giving that to any kind of productive um, means that would further society anyway. I don't mm-hmm. know, but um, I guess you would have to draw a, a line between that close knit like 
invite like really really contemporary environment of classism where you have like leisurely well-to-do people making art for leisurely well-to-do people to purchase in a very small cyclical group where you have like people you have collectors that you all know and they all know the each other by name and the artists are trying to get their foot in the door at these certain events Mm -hmm. so that they can get in the eyes of these collectors in this really really tight-knit and people the rest of humanity who makes their art just for self-expression. Oh, yeah. Because I feel like what we have mostly been talking about are people that make their art for self-expression. What you're talking about is super toxic. It needs to be talked about. But that's, that's what art is becoming to me, that, yeah. from what I see. It's the most heinous, but I mean, if you if it's the most heinous, so you pay attention to it a lot and be like, oh, I can't believe they spent X million dollars on X. And I guess that's like very, very sensational, but it's, I guess that's what we were talking about with the arts, like the artist versus craftsman thing. Mm-hmm. If you start to value individual self-expression more than those like tight-knit groups of classes, people just passing their millions of dollars back and forth to each other, then art really, really opens up. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I do want to say something really quick. I mean, literally, Monk and I could have conversation about this all night, and we have in the past. <laughs> Conversations about art and, like, the idea of them. Anyway, um, the the whole idea of... Um, well, so so me working for, for who I work for, they and my ability to be able to see all these really, really great pieces, you know, and the thing that I've noticed is that people are making art of the time that they are living in. So, for example, we have, um, at the place I work, they have a lot of William Christenberry. He does a lot of really great pieces of him in the South. And so in the South, they were de- he was dealing, he was he was talking about, like, racism, and he was talking about um you know, like, like gentrification and things like that. And, and, you know, he was just, you know, so it was really interesting, his, his take on that, you know, him, him being who he was and, you know, and, you know, someone who, who lives in the Pacific Northwest isn't necessarily going to be talking about stuff that someone who grew up in Alabama is going to be talking about. So I guess what are you, what are you getting at? Are you, are you, are you saying that like there are worthy, like there's a hierarchy of causes that like merit, no, 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 I'm, I'm just saying like saying like saying everyone's backgrounds and everyone's culture is going to influence, you know, their own personal expression, whether that be through painting or sculpture or even music or even, you know, the conversations that we have with each other. Mm-hmm. Everyone's going to have a certain different perspective just because of the way that they kind of see life through their own personal lenses. Okay. And I think art is all about their own personal lenses and how they interpret those lenses. So a, a little last piece that I want to add to that, and especially for you know our resident artists in the room, um, because Andy. you guys both, <laughs> Andy, because you guys make two totally different pieces, mm-hmm. um, two totally uh, styles of artwork. Absolutely, um, I don't know how to express Monica's more other than visual or expressive. I guess that's what it would be. Mm-hmm. considered mm-hmm. and yours is more functionality yep right so you do have both of those pieces in the art world you have functional pieces and you have expressive pieces mm-hmm. so with that what merits what merits cost is it time is it 
practical. Are you talking about how you monetarily value art? Yeah, like yeah. How 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 would you? Especially I'll go first. <laughs> I do not sell my art. My art is really really emotional. I'm usually just like opening up a vein, and then catharting into a piece. And after I'm done, I really don't give a shit if anybody cares enough to buy it. That's why I chose not to sell my artwork for a living because it was to help me and it was for me to grow mm -hmm. and for me to discover myself and, you know, work on things, fix things, express things that I couldn't verbalize and so on. So that doesn't have a price tag to me. Mm -hmm. That's like putting a price tag on my life almost. Not saying that anyone can't because I... seven fifty. I, I know um, $7.50, sure. And um, sold. Sold. But um, I, I know plenty of really, really emotional artists who I can, like, I can see. I feel like when I look at their work, I can see what they went through. And it brings out such an emotion in me that I feel like I have been hurt in that stead. Mm -hmm. And that in its turn will, will mean more to me. And I will feel like, okay, I would pay for that thing. So, <laughs> so before I, before I get to you, Pierce, uh, for your point, viewpoint on functionality. Mm -hmm. So for Monica, my thing is when your pieces do sell. Not saying that you're necessarily trying to sell the pieces, but you are nice. part of an organization. You were yeah. part of an organization that sold yeah. your artwork. Yeah. So when your pieces did sell, and at a particular price, do you feel like that that price tag that they valued it? was reflective to what either the materials and the things that you put into it or for, or does it, is it kind of chalked up to your um, being able to express like where, where does the value? Well, the way that you that? would technically price a piece is I feel like what you're getting at is like you would, you would think about the material, like the cost of materials and what your time is worth, like your labor. And um, because of, and, and that would have to, um, you would have to coordinate that with the cost of your living expenses. How much is your time worth? Mm -hmm. Do you know what I mean? Um, and how much would it cost for you to take, keep on going? That's, that's the technical part of pricing a piece of artwork, mm -hmm. I guess. Um, but I feel like Pierce would. Well, well, I was following up because yeah. more with you having more with you having expressive pieces mm -hmm. versus functional pieces. If an organization or you yourself value it at, at, at a different My poor cost. teacher. My poor teacher, and I might be able to get away with saying this first name. Go ahead. Paul. Yep. Poor Paul. I would just go and be like, what should I price this? Mm -hmm. And he'd be like, uh, and then he would throw around some numbers and I would just take one of those numbers. I would literally just take one of those numbers. I was never good at it. Um, I was never good at it because I, I'm not, I, I don't inherently put a monetary value on it after I make a piece. I'm either proud of it or I feel like I've said what I needed to say. And then you move on. And then I was on to the next thing that I need to mm -hmm. say because in my head, like artwork has always been like a conversation that you're having with your viewer. So um, if if what you're ha if art to you is just a conversation between you and your viewership, mm -hmm. then after the conversation is over, then the piece is over and you've done it and uh, good for you and you move on to the next topic you want to broach. Yep. And I never thought like, oh, I bet I I've never walked away from a conversation and been like. Oh, I could have gotten like unless I was given like really sound advice. I'm like, well, 
you can cash at me for the therapy session. <laughs> yeah. But um, I don't know. It's hard to it's hard to monetize your own emotions and your life and your trauma. Okay. Yeah, and that's why I was saying it. So mm-hmm. for same 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 you know string same of questions question. for yeah. you, but more for you being a functional peacemaker. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> uh, my my way of thinking about monetizing my work is a little bit more basic, just because I feel like I've I've kind of geared my way geared my life towards trying to figure out the monetization of it um if i see a piece in ikea and then i go if if i see a piece in ikea and then i i will go ahead and go go is that how much i would pay for my piece do do i think that my piece is worth more Perfect. Awesome. Like, like it's, it's easy. It's easy for me to comparative. To, yeah. Comparative. And it's in the fact that I've, I've priced so many of my own cups and I can go, okay, I can see that my cups are like, are like $65 or $50 or something like that. And like, and like a lot of people will see that and go, that's a lot of money. But then when you think about the time that I spent on not just that one cup, but the time that I spent in order to learn how to make that cup as fast as I do and as, as well as I do, then I go, okay i start to value i start to see that value in that piece or i start to see the um i don't know the the effort of that artwork and all that stuff so i don't know i, th- I think it depends on the um i don't know my effort and stuff like that so, so i feel like if i was making a cup <laughs> i ahead. feel like the weight of all of humanity would just like avalanche over me i like I, my brain doesn't like let me my brain won't let me make artwork to sell because it won't stop, and I'm kind of crazy. Mm-hmm. So my brain would be like, man, it, in this moment as you were explaining it, I was just like, man, how long, how many how many millions of years, or how many, how many ever years, I don't know, have human beings needed a vessel to drink water out of, water that is essential for all of life, and why aren't we deifying cups yet? Like, I just got so fucking extreme just now. That's why I can't do it. I would just, like, my brain would, like, fry, mm-hmm. and, like, smoke would come out of my ears. But anyway, I, I, I literally go ahead and go, if I if I saw this piece that I just made out in the world, what would I pay in order for me to get that piece? And I'm like, and th- that's how I kind of base Based my artwork and how I purchase pieces, Caleb. What was the number that you picked? So my number was number eight. Okay. And this is actually going to be our last question. Last question Ooh. of bowls and a questions in a cup. Bowls and questions in a bowl. Questions in a bowl. Mm-hmm. Questions in a bowl. You just changed the whole fucking song. That was the I'm remix. Sorry. <laughs> um, psh, bad. Okay, so number eight is what is. The, what is the best way to explore human nature? Um, by psychology, philosophy, or biology? I think they left out a observation. Uh, I guess that would have to fit in the box. Well, yeah, I mean, all of them are scientific, scientific methods. methods so. Instead of philosophy. Huh? What was the question? What is the best world way to world? What is the best way to explore humanity? Um, human nature. Human nature. Psychology, philosophy, or biology? Biology. biology. For fucking memory loss, I'm going through. Somebody needs to help my ass. God damn. <laughs> Drink more. So, what's your answer, Kayla? 
I like um, answer the question, Kayla. Yeah, I am about to. So for me, Andy, I will fight you. Andy, the only one in jeopardy is you. Oh, right. Okay, you were setting your roots. For me, it's probably the the psychology, the psychology, because like. It's just certain elements that are observable, you know, if you think about it in in that form, where you can get a greater understanding of how humans, not only how they act in social gatherings, but how they act for them, how they act and perceive themselves, Mm -hmm. which is why I think that is the best way, because there are a lot of things. You said which one? Psychology. Psychology. only because there are a lot of things that, um, only because there are a lot of things that you aren't going to be able to see physically, mm-hmm. or you can't do, you can't run, run um, a, a test. You know, I mean, mm-hmm. it's observable, you know, for actions, but it's not going to come out on mm-hmm. like some data sheet or anything like that to understand if you do like a series of like blood tests or some bullshit like that. Um. So I think that's the best way to explore and really get an understanding. There's a lot of conditions that people have, especially mentally, um, that, you know, in, unless you unless you take a deeper dive, you'll never understand what the person's going through, what's going on. It's never going to make any sense to you because you're only going to live off your experiences. And so that's why I chose psychology. Hmm. Anyone else? I feel like there is no end-all, be-all, individual best. If there was, then there would be no purpose for the other layers of science. There's no mm-hmm. other purpose for the individual ways that you could view a human or discover more about them. If there was, then, you know, then of course we could have that and have it hold true. But if you're looking at just biology, then certain psychological things aren't explained. If you're just looking at psychology, certain biological things aren't explained and and so forth and so on. Every philosophy. different philosophy, yes, uh, because that changes with times and environment, Culture. right? Mm-hmm. So as humans progress and change, then all of those will modify to some degree, mm-hmm. even with the fact that we're evolving still. So there is no best as of right now. Totally. It has to be all-encompassing. It has to be, what's the word? I don't know. Can't think. <laughs> what, yeah, I guess. Um, go ahead. No, go ahead, because that's all I got. No, go ahead. No, go ahead. No, I no, 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 go ahead. No, oh, my God. Go, go someone ahead. just go ahead. Pierce, go, Pierce, no, honestly, go ahead. mine was going to be about, about the same. I was going to say that you can't have biology and psychology you know, split. I was going to say that you can't have them split. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, why not? They can't why be split, and they have to be viewed separately. But you can't, you can't look at humans holistically without taking into all taking all of those different factors into account. Mm-hmm. I, so I, I think when it comes to th- this is like a broader conversation. I think I think when it comes to the. Uh, Psychology. What what were the three things? Psychology, philosophy, philosophy, and biology. So I think I think with those three, um, like subjects, I think I think that you know, 
they they all kind of intertwine with each other and so it's kind of hard to be able to you know like cold cold cut like these different um you know personality traits or whatever within those like clean clean clear boxes i, I mean think I, could, and that's, I think well, that's why i did because certain? i feel like I feel like I did because the reason why I said that is because a lot of things like if I see a red lump on your arm, yeah, we can we can mm-hmm. fix it, we can treat it, or we can amputate it. You know, there, there's there's something clear cut. But I think when when it comes to exploring a person, and I think I think the the word for me but is kind of different when I think about exploring humans as like human nature, and not um, and not necessarily. Like a like a like a function because if I'm trying to get a greater understanding of a person, mm-hmm. I'm not gonna look. I don't think their their physical, yeah, you know, being is what's going to, to so, trigger me first. Yeah. If I'm trying to explore or find out more, so here here's the thing. This here's the thing with with your with your example. I would say would say like. Like, if I have something wrong with my foot, I'm obviously going to go to a podiatrist. I'm not going to go to a psychologist. But but for something as a sub uh, as a subject as broad as human nature, um, I, th- I don't think that we can, that we can just rely on one subject in order for us to answer that quote-unquote question. You know, human nature is such a broad subject. Well, it, okay, I think, um, I think with, with the, the met, I mean, the example that you gave when you're talking about biology doesn't mean pure physicality. Mm-hmm. It means uh, it means your your genetic makeup and there are biological predispositions to the way that we behave with one another. Right. Mm-hmm. And you can't discount that because that is the fun that's fundamentally <clears throat> what we are and how we react and our need to procreate and our need to be safe and our need to have a tribe that we're with so that we can be safe and and have a community thrive it's 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 self-preservation but it still it still forces us to congregate mm-hmm. and make communities with each other here's an so example it's like that's that's biological here's an example humans have a, a natural predisposition to dis- to be afraid of snakes and spiders right mm-hmm. So you can get in, you can have a conversation with an arachnophobe to try to understand their their issue, their psychopathy. But the the root of it is biological. Mm-hmm. Yep, it comes from our history and how we developed. So there's no way to truly grasp the full nature of it unless you're taking all parts of it into account. Totally, right? Andy, I agree. <laughs> <laughs> I concur. Indubitably. Here after you, kid. <laughs> now, philosophy. I would like. I would. I would. Um. I would like to hear if someone can explain it a little better to me about how it works alongside biology and psychology to like really get the grasp on him. I can see how it could um give you a like a picture and a snapshot of human society mm-hmm. in a yeah, cultural way. Because that's right. things. That is the the third layer of it so we have a natural uh, predisposition to congregate so now you need to understand the wow. mindset what we're gonna do the, after we congregate the mindset of the congregator mm-hmm. right i was gonna say and that's like, where that is it was like what mike said earlier it's it's through time and through time the the uh, the i just forgot the word he's about to say onion rings 
<laughs> I know it. Psychology? You're talking about onion wings. Is it a science? What are the onion rings? No, not the psychology. The, uh, the of the onion rings? Jesus Christ. Stop. Stop. I'm trying to Y'all help. You are not me. helping me. You guys are <laughs> fucking them up. Pass. <laughs> Oh, fuck. I agree. The onion rings. <laughs> I like literally just forgot my train of thought. I'm sorry. Damn. It wasn't even my fucking fault though. It was your fault. Fuck you too. My mouth started watering as soon as I said onion rings. I'm so sorry. <laughs> like watering for real, for real. It's stupid. But we were talking about uh, philosophy mm-hmm. and how, you know, it, it does play a part um, with this point human nature as well, but it's more so of a what cultural. What is the collective going to do after yes. we congregate? After we congregate, what happens? Or what are we all um, agreeing upon? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, thank you so much for listening. The, these past couple of episodes have been a little bit more serious and not not really bit heavy, but I think that's okay. Let us know what you guys think or don't. We don't give a shit, really. Well, how kind of it's conversations that we're having that are chosen without method. Yeah, there it is. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. who gives yep. a shit anyway? Okay. Uh, we're on social media. Like, subscribe, smash that, smash that subscribe button. I don't know. You smash the like button. Yeah, that one. Smash the like button. Yeah, super smash. Super 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 yeah, so. Smash the like subscribe. <laughs> I don't like you saying it like that. Do but do I? <laughs> but we are we are on Facebook. We are on Instagram. We are on YouTube. We are on Twitter. Twitter. We are on Minds. We are on Gab. We are we're on Parlor. Okay, Cupid, and Christian gonna, Mingle, <laughs> J Day. We're gonna pretend like J-Day? we're on all these farmers only. Farmers only. I do not. Want Black to Planet. Hey, I was like, come on. Black we Planet doesn't even exist anymore. Yes, Kayla's it does. Like, hey, Kayla. Are we on Kayla. MySpace? I'm done. MySpace. We're on MySpace. We're not on MySpace. We're still on AOL Messenger if you guys want to. <laughs> Hotmail. We are at CWMPod2020. <laughs> at Hotmail.com. Oh, I okay. got Gmail.com. AOL.com. <laughs> at AOL.com. All right. Thank at you so much. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Thank you so much. Uh, tune in next week. Remember, there's only 73 days until Arbor Day. And, right. as, and as always, Plant, it's you, kid. And planted fucking tree. Did you like our theme? It's called Do It by Jackson Rips. You can find him on SoundCloud or Spotify under the name Short Skirt. That's spelled S-K-R-R-T.
do it. Yeah. Come on.